Welcome to the Moviga Podcast, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. My name is Steven, and today I'm joined by Austin. Ayo. Asia. Oh, hi. In Byron. Hello, hello. What's going on, guys? Yeah, I just, so, want, I just want to take a second, and I need everybody to appreciate how I make my voice crack on the second hello every single <laughs> oh, I and I, I, I do that for you guys. All right, that's not for me. I do that. Oh, do that for oh, the yeah, fans. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh wow. <laughs> no, I oh, noticed it like it. like two weeks ago. I think I did it, and it was a bad one. I was like, hello, hello. and then <laughs> and then last week I did it again, and I was that's like, awesome. God. And then I just did it, and it was a small one, but it was there. And I was like, nice. So next week there will be no crack. Okay. Oh, Vo- voice crack. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. My voice won't crack next week. <laughs> okay. Um, how's it going, guys? Doing all right? Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Uh, pretty eventful um, weekend, or at least past a couple of days or so. Yeah. As far as things that happened. It's true. Wow. Trailers Finally... Finally got some game news. I feel like it's been yeah kind of barren on that front. It's been mostly movie, less guh. Am I yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Um, it's almost like right. TV guh or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week, guys. Uh, Byron's never coming back. Cracky Byron. Cracky Brian. Uh, man. Um, <laughs> Cracking. <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy. Anyway, uh, oh, what geez. you guys been watching, playing? Starting with uh, Austin. Yeah, so I got to check out the Xbox Games Showcase. At least like the trailers afterwards. Um, I've been playing. Okay, so this was cool. This is something that happened recently. I think either today or yesterday. Um, Capcom had their like little showcase as well, where they showed off some new DLC for Resident Evil Village, as well as. Uh, native next-gen ports for Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, um, which includes um, uh, updated frame rates, so up to 120 hertz on next-gen, as well as a ray tracing mode at 60 frames per second in 4K. Um, I already owned um, Resident Evil 2 Remake, so I went ahead and downloaded that free upgrade and i tested that out a little bit and it was awesome actually it looks amazing that game was already really good like it has an unlocked frame rate so like when you play it on ps5 it runs very smooth but now it runs at 120 (coughs) hertz or 60 fps if you turn on ray tracing if you like so that was a nice little like free you know upgrade and like news announcement that they did in addition to showing the DLC for Resident Evil Village. Um, I also have been playing a lot of Fortnite. Um, Yeah, and I'm trying to think of what else I watched uh, besides, because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched Miss Marvel. You you, you got it. Which we'll talk about. (laughs) And I also caught up on The Boys season three <gasps> so right now there are four episodes and they come out on fridays um and yeah it's crazy it's like somehow the boys just like keeps on topping itself in terms of like shock value and violence and just 
crazy stuff that happens in each episode and it's just really good it's really really entertaining it's acted very well carl urban is freaking fantastic as billy butcher in this show it is uh really fun to watch but it is very graphic so i wouldn't recommend it to to everyone is it Uh, but it's great um is it less like sexually explicit no? Okay. Nope, not right. really. <laughs> I was trying to like find a good way to get around that, but yeah, there's not It's really not like perfect. every single episode, but you know, it's it's like it's always like the first episode of a new season yeah. has to have like something like that. Yeah, something and shocking. This one was, yes, it was, yeah. It was that's how I remember shocking. that's how season one was. There was like yes. that weird club and I was like, Oh yep. my god. And then yeah. and then there was like <laughs> nothing. The rest of the Club Penguin <laughs> Yeah, it was like Club Penguin. It was a lot like Club Penguin. Oh, okay. Superheroes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. So yeah, Club Penguin. Yeah. Um, I also dove back into some Battlefield 2042, which I did stream right here on twitch.tv slash Moviga last mm-hmm. Saturday. Um, I'm not like super impressed with the update, but the new map is really good. Uh, just like the the problem is that it's only one map so Mm. other than that it's a good update there's like quality of life stuff there seems to be more people playing now the new map and weapons are cool the battle pass is good it's decent um but it's just still lacking a lot of um content and like the stuff that they added should have been in the game to begin with like a in-game scoreboard and what? voice chat with your what? Party. What? 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 what, yeah, what these what? are things. These are things that Dice. Oh my God. Said were not in the game to begin with because they were quote unquote legacy features. Right. But they're now in the game, so you can check the scoreboard mid-game and you can oh talk God. to people in your squad. Yeah. That's fun. So. So yep. That's, um, that but other that than frustrates that, me, and I have never played it. I know it was pretty <laughs> insane to see that. Also, the game visually still looks good, um, and I saw a lot less uh, bugs this time around. Mm. Um, the game was never really super buggy for me. I play on on PS5, um, and I, I think like the console version of this game fared a lot better than the PC version, at least in terms of like uh, consistency. So playing on PS5 and Series X really hasn't had too much uh, issue, as far as I am aware of but um it's fun it's just you know there's just not enough there really Fortnite, on the other hand with the new season and new battle pass with darth vader and indiana jones being a part of it yeah i'm playing that every day still so even though byron hates Fortnite, (laughs) i love Fortnite. i I really do just not the uh not what it's become darth vader running around with the machine gun no i won't i will i refuse to play Fortnite until this battle pass is over because if i see one person as darth <laughs> vader running around with a gun i i don't think i could take it i don't think i could i guess we'll never be able to play with austin yep i'm gonna be darth vader forever nope <laughs> sorry it was hard enough for me with spidey but i was like you know what yeah that's fine um yeah. you have standards yeah i, I have standards yeah. Um, one other cool thing yeah. that they added in this season, or added back, I should say. So, in uh, when when Spider Man was in the Battle Pass, you could un- you could get his Mythic, um, which was his webs, which was an awesome like traversal like mm-hmm. item. Um, they added something akin to that 
into the game. It's just like a grapple hook that you can, you know, find on the ground and, and that's awesome stuff. Yeah. Is it so the gun, the this, grapple gun? Yeah, it's the grapple gun, but it feels ex almost exactly like web swinging did. Okay. Um, same concept. It has a limited amount of swings and has a cooldown if you hit the ground. Um, yeah. But it's it's awesome. Uh, I did love yeah. those. Those were that was like yeah. the one thing that I think Fortnite was missing was like it's like a good traversal. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It it's nice to have that in addition to um, like sprinting, clambering, sliding, and all that stuff. So hmm. I'm. I'm a fan of all the movement options now, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much um, it for me. Uh, what about you, Brian? Byron. Oh, me? Little old me? Um, I think someone has to go last. Yes, yeah, you are yeah. correct. Um, <laughs> I, I've actually I been watching a good bit. I've been watching a good bit. Um, I started, I'm trying to... Uh, I'm actually trying to look it up right now because I forgot the name already. Oh, um, in the big blue house, dude. Yes. No, it's some animated show on Netflix um, that I started, and it was okay. Um, Is it new? Yes. Shark dog. Turn up. That's all I take. I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah, you know. Let's see. Let's see. That's what I'm doing right now, but it's so new that it might not be on here. It like literally dropped like yesterday or the day before, but it was fine. It's got a uh, Christian Slater is one of the, like the head like voices oh. and uh, inside job. Oh, that's the name yeah. inside job. Mm -hmm. Super raunchy, super, super raunchy, like, you know, family guy style thing. Uh, I didn't make it through a whole episode, but um, it, it was good. It was funny for the most part. Um, it's kind of like playing on like the zeitgeist of conspiracy theories and stuff right now, um, uh, which is hilarious. I remember the trailer to me. I remember seeing it. Yeah, it's it was fine. Um, been watching Stranger Things. Still, still not done. Um, uh, just finished episode. Yeah, I know. Just finished episode four. Um, it's great. I'm liking it so far. Episode three was weak. It was not great. Um, a lot of like suspe suspension. So what disbelief. specifically happened that episode? That was so spoilers. We talked about spoilers last week, but quick, quick spoilers for episode three of seven. So nothing crazy. But if if, if you uh, want to avoid spoilers, uh, check the uh, time codes in the description for those of you listening. For those of you watching live, close your ears for a second. Um. So L gets taken by the police, right? In because she hit that girl with the skate, which seemed mm -hmm. dramatic. Oh, yeah. Seemed dramatic to me. Um, as far as like life as a teenager in the eighties slash seventies, whatever. Like, I don't know. They're like, she's going to juvie. I was like, man, already. Like, come on. And um, <laughs> and then like we're we're supposed to believe that she's like developed so much. But then they're like, did you want to kill her? I'm like, number one, police in California, relax <laughs> with the questions. It's like, oh, this girl obviously was getting bullied. Like, obviously, you could tell she had, like, chocolate shake all over. Whatever. You tell the story. She hit her with a skate. Maybe that was disproportionate, right? And I get it that this is, like, a sci-fi fantasy universe, and it doesn't parallel ours exactly. But it kind of does. And, like, they were just like, did you want to kill her? 
were you gonna murder were you gonna murder her face and i was like god freaking relax like you know like she's like 12 like and she's like i don't know and i'm like what do you mean you don't know terrible cops they were awful cops but then also like when she was like i don't know i'm like you know you just lied to will the whole time he got here you could just be like no i get it that it's supposed to like like whatever they're all the same and um one of those other side characters that doesn't matter that's 30 um but no i I don't know episode three was a freaking mess in my opinion i was like what the freak is going on it ended and like i looked at Haley, and i was just like i was like that was a little too much for me i was like that i i was not like on board and tracking with it where i was like oh my god i was like no like yeah she's got to get out because this is ridiculous like this is not even super compelling whatever Episode four, much better, much much better. Um, so good. Whoever the actress who plays Sam, uh, mm-hmm. Max, um, Max. Why did I say Sam? Max. Um, I, know you, I know who you're talking about though. Um, um, she's incredible. She's incredible. She's the best out of everybody. Yes. Yeah. Her and and um, Steve. Are like the two best actors. Actually, I don't know. Nancy's killing it too. You know what? There's a bunch. I'm not gonna like because like say it's just one. But Sadie Sink stood out in that episode for oh, good yeah. reason. Yes, great. Um, loved it. It was great. Um, I'm ready to keep watching. I think it'll only get better. Um, Forged in Fire, Shark Tank, New Girl, the regulars. Um, playing played a good bit. I played uh some Elden Ring on stream. Um, which was super fun. Love Elden Ring. Um, played, been playing Destiny 2. Had a good chance to grind a bunch of that stuff out. Uh, and I've been playing um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the 2006 Star Wars Battlefront 2. Wow. Um, great game. Great game. Just, it's like a happy place for me. I love that game. Yeah. Um, and I, like, it's, it's still a place where I can go and just spend a few hours doing Galactic Conquest. Um, just a fun game. Me and Steve were talking about it at dinner a little bit. Where I was like, I feel like we've lost a little bit of the magic of like the simple games. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm like, that game is just like your your super battle droid. You have a blaster and wrist rocket, and that's it. And that's the game. Um, and it's more about the game types and the game modes and like that being fun and that being engaging. Um, I think we've lost that a little bit over making like our characters super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some games get it, like Breath of the Wild, where it's like kind of both. But anyway, that's what I've been playing, watching. Um, I don't think there's anything else. Oh. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, Stranger Things has been the main one. It's been. Oh, and Miss Marvel. There you go. GG's. Um, I'll go next because Asia's going to wrap us up. Uh, me personally, um, I watched Chippendale last night. Um, oh, snap. With the, with the, with the, the ties and the cufflinks and that's it? Yes, I went to, we went to Chippendale <laughs> last night. Um, <laughs> Crackhead dying again. There you go. Crackhead strikes again. <laughs> um, you guys are using my time. I'd oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Shouldn't have watched it last night because I was very tired. I'm gonna be honest, I dozed a little bit. So oh, Steven. that 
I'm very angry at myself because that affects my perception of the movie overall. <sighs> oh, um, <no. clears throat> because some stuff like didn't connect, and I'm sure it's because there was like half a second where I was just I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like who's this again? It was just like I don't know. Uh, it was good. I it was very enjoyable. Um, had some great laughs, some great like cameos, some very uh like randomly like deep cameo stuff in there. Um, I think that was definitely the strength of the movie. I think they probably could have gone a little harder with it. I don't know about licensing and all that stuff, but it was mostly like most of the cameos were like off Easter egg stuff and more of the like mm-hmm. legit stuff. Um, well, I don't know. It, it, it was, it was maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Cause now I'm thinking of characters that are legit. Like anyway, it was fun. It was good. I don't love John Mulaney. A lot of people really love him. I'm not a huge fan. Andy Samberg I love. Um, but yeah, give it a watch. I mean, it's on Disney Plus. It's free. It's like an hour and a half, something like that. So yeah, go check it out. Uh, we saw Top Gun the other day. Um, incredible. Very, very good. Um, mostly just for the planes and the <laughs> like masterclass editing of... Mm. The sounds and everything was just crispy. The story, uh, not much there. It's kind of what you'd expect, even it's from Top the Gun. original. I'm not the <laughs> biggest original Top Gun fan, um, but it's pretty much they really stuck to the like cheesy '80s vibes. Um, there's some real cheese in it, um, but dude, there's just nothing like it. I mean, the like the dog fights and just the sound design and everything's just. <clears throat> Good stuff. So go check it out. Um, Haley and I started King of the Hill over. Hello. King of the Hill's great. Um, we're still watching Tokyo Vice. We have one more episode left. I don't know if I can recommend that show anymore. Uh, it's just, it's, we have one episode left and I feel what? like there's still a little more to be desired. What? The I don't know. Of that? No, I oh. just, from the name, I probably would have been like, I'm out. Tokyo Vice, really? Yeah, because well, it's like Miami cool. Vice, right? Isn't it? It's like, it's like a playoff of Miami Vice. No, not at all. It's oh. it's it's about a re- an American reporter who is like well, that's Japan and all, and all <laughs> it's in the nineties. American okay. reporter comes to Japan. They just want to take the police's word for it and just and and they're like, I don't know. The police said it was a murder, just or the police said it was suicide. Just write that up. He's like, it was obviously a murder, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, see, that's, that's more interesting. interesting. Don't name it Tokyo Vice, because the first thing I thought of was like, oh, Miami Vice. And I was like, well, I don't care about Miami Vice. That's your freaking Um, problem, dude. (laughs) Um, The story has several cool, good, like, plot points, but overall, it's been pretty slow. I don't really love any of the characters at this point. I was enjoying Ansel Elgort's character. But I don't know. He's just gotten kind of annoying. There's there's been so many like inappropriate scenes that Haley and I have just like skipped through, and it's like at this point I'm like, it's just so unnecessary, and I'm like, dude, this is just so uncomfortable. Like, why, why? And it's just I don't know. It's just annoying, and it kind of like dampens my love for Ansel a little bit because I'm like, dude, Baby Driver, West Side Story are so good, and now you're doing um, anyway. The, the best part is Ken Watanabe. He's not in it as much as like Ansel and stuff, but his, his character's cool. Um, I don't know. We'll see how I feel when after this last episode, but it's been fine. I would probably skip it. Uh, we finished Stranger Things. 
I'm not going to be able to be in within the five minutes here. Uh, we finished Stranger Things. Stranger Things is phenomenal. IMHO. Um, so that show, good. that show, just all seasons. It's just a masterpiece. It's just so incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, even like the mundane stuff is just like shot and told and edited together so well. Yes. Um, it's just nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I agree. Um, this season obviously has been great. I think, I think, I don't know. I need to like somehow look at them side by side, but I feel like I remember enjoying season three, maybe just a little bit more. And I think it's more personal than like actual Mm -hmm. whatever, because Mm -hmm. I really liked, I really loved the theater stuff. Yeah. That was July 4th. Um, extravaganza thing they had and the whole thing with Hopper and the Hawaiian suit, Hawaiian shirt, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, um, where did they work in that one? Oh, the mall, the freaking mall. Yeah. Was yeah. Cool. Oh, oh, the, mall. the overall vibes of that whole season. I just loved so much. And I feel like there was a little bit more variety in locations and settings than season four. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's just kind of something I like. I like seeing the more, regular life and i feel like season four we kind of got right into yeah what was happening so um but that's more of a personal thing excuse me overall season four was incredible for sure the best villain we've had i'm not gonna spoil oh yeah yeah absolutely um but by far um Haley didn't mean to spoil something for me she didn't really spoil it for me but she told me something that she knows and I didn't think of what she knows as being something to know. So then I immediately uh, started right. started pondering of what that could be. So when it happened, I was like, freak. I kind of... Oh, man. I'll tell you did later. She, did she like watch ahead? No, she actually... Well, she's staring at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> she saw a spoiler and didn't tell me and then she was like, I saw this spoiler and and I was like, oh, I didn't th- even think of that as being a spoiler. Hmm. Anyway, get out. Stop staring at me. Uh, <laughs> oh, but overall, yeah, incredible. Um, I love... My, I think my only other gripe is I feel like Will and Jonathan and Mike and Argyle, their branch of the story is not as mm-hmm. interesting as everybody else's. I'm yeah. almost born, I think, but they're... they're mission isn't really on the same level as everybody else's mission, the different branches. So, yeah. But it's still great. Argyle's great. I think if Argyle wasn't there, I wouldn't Hello, care. Argyle. I, I yeah. love Argyle. Um, <clears throat> every character's great. Argyle's great. Eddie is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Love Max, Eddie, dude. Max, yeah, I agree, so. is probably like the most compelling actor this season. Oh, yeah. Like, at dude, first, Nancy, though, got, too, though. Like Nancy's been so far up to episode four. I'm only at episode four. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. that's true. That's so fair. Like, what the the way that Max has had to, I don't know the things that her characters had to do and stuff. I feel like it would be very easy for other actors to be a little bit cringy, but like nothing has yeah. been cringy about it. She annoyed me a little bit of how like sassy she was being and like at first, but, yeah, yeah, at first. Um, but dude. She's just so good. And her like mm-hmm. anxiety, the way she like performs her anxiety and like looking around and like not being able to focus on stuff. Oh my gosh, dude. She's just killing it. 
So, yeah, she's become like one of my favorite characters. She's an incredible actress. Kudos. Good job. Yeah. Um, happy surprise. So, yeah, we love Stranger Things. I'm very eager to see what happens next. Um, we should do like an actual watch party for the next one. Like, I'm down. Because it's only I four episodes, down. right? On the, the second half? Two. I don't know. Two? That's only two? two? Yeah. Oh, we but definitely really should wrong. do it. We should definitely, we should do like one night, do one. Yeah. The next night, do the other. And like, I those like of that us idea. that are here, we could get together, but we could also like, like video in like, yeah. Asia and Luke and Lee. I'm yeah, free that'd be Wednesdays, so fun. Wednesdays at 6 a.m. is when I'm usually free. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm free though. <laughs> um, anyway, Stranger Things, freaking incredible. Oh, I, I kind of miss uh, Hopper being more. I'm not going to spoil anything. But he's, you know, obviously, you know, I'm tracking with, you though. Yeah. with trailers and stuff, he's not with everybody else. So I kind of mm-hmm. miss that. Okay. Uh, anyway, I got to get out of here. One, one last thing. Yeah. We watched Paul. Yeah. I forgot. Yes. <laughs> that was since last time. You're but yes, yeah, Stephen and I watched Paul and it was awesome. I can't believe I never saw it before. The yes. 2011 sci-fi comedy starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Seth Rogen, Jason Bateman, Bill Hader, you know, tons of great comedic actors. It was awesome. It's got uh, the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine that's kind of like a goody two-shoes. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Um, What, the best friend guy? I don't know. He's one of the guys. Or he... The guy from I Love You, Man? Mm, It was awesome. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) That's a good that's one of my favorite uh, movies. Losing, I was, I was losing it, dude. I was laughing. At, <laughs> the one scene in particular, I, I was crying and choking. I was laughing so hard. It was. Where, uh, where can you watch that? Or is it? I, I don't DVD? know. I own it, so I don't know. Ah. Uh, sorry. Thanks for the invite. I don't Yeah, it's written by Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, so uh, it's like a. Full-on love letter to like so like so many Easter eggs and like one-liners that you're like, oh, yeah, uh, and it's the, great. The, the humor felt more like it was. It felt less um, Seth Rogen-y humor and more of like a a really nice blend of like the British humor of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Nice, just with that sprinkled in the yeah. Seth Rogen type stuff. But it was so good, man. I was laughing the whole time. Directed by Greg Matola, I think, who did like Super Bad and a couple other things like that. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's really funny. I'm glad you liked it. I told Halo, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've been like telling Austin about this movie for years, and we finally got to sit down and watch it. I remember seeing I, the trailers, and I, I just, just remember thinking it looked so dumb. I was like, I will never see this. It looks so terrible. <laughs> but I'm glad I waited because I think I, I appreciate it more now than I would have yeah. back then. Yeah. So, but I loved it, honestly. Yes. All right, I'm almost done. I've uh, been watching almost. Kenobi. Been watching Kenobi. <laughs> oh yeah, Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Kenobi. Um, yeah, same. I don't want to talk about Kenobi much because I just have not really been enjoying it. Mm. <laughs> I think you're allowed. I think, I think it's just like not even personal stuff. I think it's been like objectively there are things that have just been bad about it, and I'm just disappointed, dude. Like, I watched the, a TikTok the other day. Of how unfair judgment has become on in the new um, streaming service age, because post Endgame, post you know, uh, I can't think of it. Uh, Doctor Strange, No Way Home, all that stuff. 
we've we've come we come into things with very very specific expectations mm-hmm. and when they're not met point for point not only do we lose fair critique which i think there is of obi-wan uh but we also over critique stuff that's like it's just not what this is you may have thought that this was you know what it was going to be but it's not that and so you know i think uh generally uh, expectations is a problem i have where if it doesn't meet my expectations then and and not just like quality but like story beats and stuff if it doesn't whatever um i just think it's just not been that good and like i don't love reva and her character i think uh okay we're gonna t- i'm just very little bit of spoilers for Kenobi. Steve's 20 minutes. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're fine. fine. Um, Like, there's a part where it's okay. Spoilers for Obi-Wan. Time code's in the uh, description if you're listening, if you're watching. Mute your whatever. Um, (laughs) Reva is interrogating young Leia, and she's like, it's like they can't decide what they want, what angle they want Reva to take. They're like, let's have her try to be on Leia's side and think or make her think that she's going to be safe. Let's also let, let her slam a book down on the desk and yell at her for 30 seconds. It's like, what do you got? Like, what is happening? And, <laughs> and stuff like, I think the biggest thing for me has been like establishing the ground and, and like the layout of things, because, you know, we talked about in episode two, she's like running on the rooftops for 40 minutes. And then well, by that time, <laughs> done. and then in this one, like, they're in the like hangar part and Riva like starts sprinting after him and I'm like did y'all just stand in there she's sprinting and then you know 10 seconds go by and she's still like making her way up I'm like what's happening and then she has like a little awkward sword battle with one of those snow speeders that's like 10 feet away from her floating in the air and I think um one of you know I talk about this all the time one of my favorite things about Mission Impossible is like the super creative ways of doing anything but specifically like rescue missions or you know stealth heist whatever stuff and uh this last episode i was like okay sweet we're getting to the inquisitor place that's cool but it was literally just like a couple hallways and he hid and then what's your face it was a distraction and that was it and i was just like man you're just like walking down halls and like ducking out for a second. Like there's just nothing creative about it. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't like a really cool diversion. Wasn't like a cool plan. So it's just been like, I'm like, lazy. I liked some of it. I thought was good. It was like him. This was, this was him kind of reflexing those force muscles. He did the, he did the, um, yeah. Mind trick. He did some other stuff that was like, you could just tell, and um, that you know, he that he's rusty, just like yeah. with the last last week's fight with Vader. It was like, you know, I think that's a lot of people are saying. Even Hayden Christensen kind of was like, "Yep, that's why." Um, Vader kind of took it easy on him, and even let him go because he was like surprised and disappointed at how he had cut himself off from the Force, and you know, it was like this isn't even Obi Wan, you know. And so I think we're losing some. I wish they would focus more on that, mm. and rather, rather um, than the and and let the rescue of Leia and this whole story kind of be the setting of that internal struggle between Vader and Obi Wan. Let that really take the center stage, and I think this would be better because I think that's what they're trying to do. 
And I don't think they're doing a great job of allowing what we want, which is Vader, Obi-Wan, right? Um, I don't think they're letting that conflict, even that emotional conflict, really take center stage. They keep, uh, I feel like, Clone Warsing it a little bit, where they're like, oh, we got time. We'll throw in a whole storyline with her ladybug droid. And it's like, dude, we don't care. Move on. It's cute. We love it. We're like, we love it. It's cute. It's great. It's Lola. It's a nod to uh, Carrie Fisher's bird when she was a kid. Like, let's, you know, like it's great. Move on. You know, like, yeah. why is why is he so sad? Like, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people have been calling it the Riva show. And and uh, I kind of agree with yeah. that. Not as, like, I don't think it's that bad. But for sure, like... You know, I think that is an expectation thing where we were all expecting Obi-Wan and Vader and we're getting half the show to be Reva. Um, and I think if Reva was more compelling, then I wouldn't mind as much. But I don't know. You know, we're, we have two more episodes and all along I've been saying like, maybe they'll get to her backstory and I'll actually care about why she is this way. And maybe they will. You know, we got two more episodes. But so far I'm just like... Quit yelling! Like I don't know what you're yelling about. Like why are you mad? You're they can't do it. Girl. They can't do it in two episodes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now. Yeah. Like they could have, they but they may try. They may try. try. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I now here's anyway. the other thing because he's shrouded in so much mystery. The fifth brother, uh, Han, I forget his name. Like he is honestly. <laughs> yeah, he's just Han, he's Han is what he is. Right. But and not solo, but from Fast and Furious. Right. <laughs> um, he <laughs> he's way scarier to me than Riva. He's got like a yeah. cool way of talking that's like very alieny because he looks you know he is an alien obviously, but like right he's menacing and and cool and I'm like like yeah let's I was like almost in my head I'm like let Riva be <laughs> be more like that. You know, like yeah, that's that's kind of one of the like like age old ways to portray a villain is to show them as little. That's that's why Jaws is like barely seen. It's like the coolest yeah. villains are like the most mysterious one. And Riva's like we just seen everything, and she's just angry. And I don't know. I did. I'm just not feeling it. This is the last thing I'll say because we could talk. I could talk about Obi Wan all night. But this is the last <laughs> thing I'll say is um I did hear. A fair criticism. So people are saying, like, you know, they don't love the way her character speaks, right? Like, it's a very modern way of speaking. Um, that that feels like a little jarring in the Star Wars universe. While I do agree, I do agree. They were like, did we have the same criticisms of? I think Asia, you brought it up about Bill Burr's mm-hmm. character, which I agree right. with. It, the first time I saw him, I was like, this is jarring, and not doesn't feel super genuine. For the character um second episode felt a little better i feel like he toned it down but um with billy d in in episode five and six mm. it's like do we have the same criticism you know of that and i'm like i didn't that's hard that's hard know? because i was like a very young kid when i first saw it so it's hard for me to look yeah. at it as yeah now um that all seems very old to us too now like if you go back and watch it because like i would say han solo has a very modern way of talking for the 70s when it came right. out. But it's, you know, I think it's now like modern, it feels so, like so old. Well-written modern. Because like... That's true. Just lines like when Ariva's like, maybe you need to push a little further. Or something like that. Yeah. Maybe you're yeah. not going far enough. 
Where it's just like, yeah. that was just... Mm. No, I agree. I feel like you thought you sounded way cooler than you actually sound. You know, the stuff yeah. like Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because I would say Finn has the same issue in the new ones. Mm. Like, he, you know, it's funny. John Boyega's voice, I mean, he's British. And so I would say, like, his, his like, actual speaking voice sounds very proper and very, like, whatever. But, like, his, it's very American accent, very, you know. And, um, but I, I felt like even some of his stuff, to me was a little bit jarring at times where I was the like difference being he's a way more likable as a character yeah yes uh, way more likable and definitely like it's so like when he says stuff you're kind of like ah like what a, what a cute idiot and uh you know what a, what, a, what a cute little dummy Finn is um you know with Reva you're just like ooh hey like <laughs> and then she kills somebody and kind of backs it up so I'm like alright like I'm I keep finding myself like on either side of the line with her where I'm like, sometimes I'm like, okay, all right, I'm in. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're scary. And then other times I'm like, oh, you lost it. You know, you had it. Yeah. Yeah. And I so. think uh, when she like um, was waiting at the end of the tunnel for Leia, young Leia, I was like, ooh, this is kind of cool. This is kind of mm-hmm. menacing. Mm-hmm. But that's really been the only time where I've been like, okay. Uh, but yeah, John Boyega, I don't know. Nothing really made me cringe of his that I can remember, other than like. You know, Last Jedi story plot points, uh, but yeah, I, I remember there was that, that. and and Force Awakens was like, uh, was like you got a boyfriend, cute boyfriend, or something like that. <laughs> like that's definitely not like Star Wars. Yeah, It was he had a few Disney funny, Channel yeah. Disney Channel yeah. lines, just yeah. a bit. Yeah. Like when he was yeah. like, she was like, "Are you with the Resistance?" He's like, "Yes, yeah, I am with the Resistance." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "All right, but like. I was like, "What is this?" It was like, "Where's this iCarly?" Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Kenobi. <sighs> Obi Wan Kenobi is my favorite Star Wars character. One of my favorite like characters ever. I don't think you. I think Ewan's been great. Fantastic. Like nothing. No issues with him at all. Um, Vader. Yeah, Vader's been fine. I think a lot of people didn't like some of his lines. I can't really remember. But I don't know. It's. It just is what it is. Um, oh, I, was, I had some things about the third episode, but whatever. Um, let's just, you know what, run it back. Let's tell you know, episode one. Yeah, let's start. Let's, start. let's uh, <laughs> hey, are the lightsabers like extra bright in this? They are. They're I feel like bright. I yeah. feel like I've seen I'm seeing more lightsabers than good. normal, and they're like really bright. Here's and my I'm, other I, my one, oh yeah, but also part of it's like, whoa, I'm not gonna talk again until the next. After the next break. But here's the last thing I'll say. Okay. Lightsabers don't bounce. Disney, you gotta figure out how to make lightsabers awesome. Because you're ruining it. You're ruining it. Ruined. And lightsabers don't bounce. Lightsabers are the most powerful skill-based weapon in fantasy Mm. lore. Okay? Yeah. It is Excalibur set in the future. Okay? They do not bounce off of stormtrooper armor okay all right okay. and i'm done should done. be chopping them actually, you're lying because you're definitely gonna talk again before the nope. break i'm oh crap i am you just did yes, you just did um <laughs> i'm just gonna hide yeah. then until i have yeah. to talk oh again anyway, I, was, I was saying they're like so bright whenever he ignites his lightsaber in that hallway and stuff I'm, i feel like whenever he's getting that i'm literally like i can't even see it's so dang bright but 
Next anyway. thing in Disney's business plan is they're gonna like sell shades to wear when you Probably. <laughs> watch. <that>. Probably. <laughs> Branded. Branded to Obi Wan. All part of their plan. Sensitive eyesight after viewing lightsabers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got him. All right. Moving on. That's pretty much it. The only thing I've played video game wise in the last like two weeks, I played like 15 minutes of Hot Wheels Unleashed last night. Nice. Uh, that game is really hard. And that's I all don't I'm believe you. It's. <laughs> I, I don't either. I need, to, <laughs> I need to check it on. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I need to put. Remember how I told you how I was really enjoying it, and then I realized <laughs> in order to actually beat it and like get some of the medals you're supposed to get to beat it in the allotted time, you had to take shortcuts, which I. Which mm. kind of bummed me out. Yeah, I don't love that. Um, that is but like, dude, I need to see what difficulty I'm on because I swear last night I was getting so frustrated. It's so easy <laughs> to be like first place all the way, and then you go off a jump and you hit like a flag, and you're just like, <laughs> and then you're last place for the rest. Of, it's it's hard. Anyway, great game though. Check it out. Just don't hit the flag. Uh, don't hit the flags. All right, all right. Uh, Asia, what you been watching? Um, I'll start with playing because I've only played one game and it's the same game every time. But Cardo, I'm really excited. Every time I pass a puzzle, I feel a little bit smarter, but then semi dumb because I'm like, I feel like someone else who played this uh, puzzle probably did it a lot faster than me. But it's fine. You know, a win's a win. I I Um, just want to say something about that because I think good puzzle games make you feel smart after you figure the puzzles out and bad mm -hmm. puzzle games like maquette on ps5 make you feel dumb after you figure them out like wow how did i not see that the whole time but i love good puzzle games they are so much fun yeah but uh yeah so that's a fun. great feeling like when you figure something out and you feel smart that's what keeps it's so you true like you feel enriched or like rewarded yeah for, yeah, absolutely. for what you accomplished I'm, I'm that's to true. <laughs> yes, um great puzzle game Okay, so then the that's the only game I played um, since last week, and I've watched a bunch of things. Um, I'll start with the lamest one first. Could have been great, but it was kind of boring. Um, Inventing Anna. I finally watched that Netflix miniseries oh, yep. or limited series. Um, it okay, so like it's about a con ar- con artist, right? But I feel like that show was a con because you think you're gonna watch that show and learn and it's going to be like the story of the con artist but really it's about the reporter who's piecing things together and you just keep getting like disoriented every time it jumps back to her like life story and she's like not even that interesting or Mm. i don't know the entire time like all the way up until the last episode i like audibly said like dude you're so annoying like i'm so tired of all these (laughs) scenes that you're in like just get back to anna delvey and her weird like uh, socio- sociopathic life like I'm just fascinated by that but um, but it had a potential like I can't remember the actress's name but whoever played Anna Delvey the con artist like she was really really good a lot of the supporting um, actors were great but unfortunately the technical main characters were just like not really interesting to me so that's kind of sad but I binged it anyway so it's probably my fault Um, it's funny Anna, that you said oh Anna sorry but, Anna Delvey is Anna, that, wait, Anna Chlumsky plays Vivian. Is that her Kim. name? Oh, oh yeah. Julia Garner plays Anna Delvey. Yeah, so she was awesome. Vivian Kent was not awesome the oh. entire time. I was like, I couldn't get behind her, and it could have just been her character, and she was just trying yeah. to act out this character. But I was like, you're already saying like the whole mantra of that show was like, 
all the events are real except the ones that aren't. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to say that, then make Vivian more likable. If she's like not that likable, like I, I can't follow her this entire like series mm. because I, I can't. <laughs> it's just too mm. much. <laughs> um, she's just like really whiny and like, yeah, she like she had a lot of double standards and it was just kind of frustrating it's a bummer. for her being a reporter. You'd think that she'd be like above board. With, yeah. Like, like because of what was like motivating her to write the story, but, um, yeah. So that was all right. Um, I I started watching the boys, so it's funny that you were talking about the new season because I I haven't watched anything from this newest season, but um, within the or over the course of like maybe five days, maybe maybe more, we watched me and my brother watched uh, the first um, two seasons and. Oh. Yeah, he watched a lot. lot. That's a lot of the boys. Well, okay, wow. so Luke's been out of town, so it's like all we've been doing is just hanging out and watching the boys. Um, and it's so good. Like, it, it's, I mean, obviously, yeah, like, use your discretion because there's a lot of adult content, but, like, yeah. it makes you uncomfortable in good ways in some ways, like, mm-hmm. because there's not really a pure character um, that, you, I don't know, like, there's always i don't know the the whole thing is like society is corrupt and we perpetuate that and it's interesting that the characters that are like kind of gunning for um you know making right like uh writing these injustices and whatever they all have like an achilles heel and they you know so it's just like interesting to see um that and sometimes they like redeem themselves later or whatever but at least as far as i've seen um but i've really been enjoying it it's just really well done and it's like i don't like i was talking to jake about this actually with like um uh content that's a little bit more mature or whatever whether it's like in music or um movies tv show whatever like i don't really love it when when that content like serves no purpose but like when it is supposed to be like supporting whatever narrative or point they're trying to make then i can really get behind it to you know you know with like discernment um so that's how i kind of feel about the boys is there's obviously the parts to like fast forward and stuff but overall i really really like it um also watched kenobi which was good yeah um but yeah i i I feel the same way as you guys like it's it there's room for improvement for sure but it's good i enjoy it um but the thing that i'm really excited about is i watched the first episode of miss marvel and it's amazing so good i I'm try not to spoil it <laughs> i have been very excited about the show because i feel like everybody's kind of been thinking it looks very disney and i don't know like the trailers have a little bit of that vibe but it looks it looks good to me uh mm-hmm. and i think uh yeah, I don't know. You guys have seen it, so y'all talk yeah. about it. Well, like, I was interested to watch it. I, I, I'm i kind of like, with Marvel and other franchises that are consistently good, I'm like, most likely this is not going to be bad. And yeah. so when people get, like, freaked yeah, out about, like, this is going to be terrible, da, 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 I'm like, why? Like, what, what gives you that impression that <laughs> something at this point that Marvel mm-hmm. will put out there isn't going to be at least, like, enjoyable? Mm-hmm. Um but I was happily surprised at how how like compelling um, Kamala is and how colorful the the entire I mean the characters themselves are colorful, but like visually the show oh, yeah. is like so colorful without it being like t- 
tacky. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very you, creative. They, it makes very me think of like into the Spider Verse type. Yes, of, um, yes, that's like exactly how I felt. Yes, yes, they nailed um, that. It was. Mm-hmm. If, oh, it yeah, feels yeah. feels so like I don't know. Like, and it's not intrusive either. Where it's like where it breaks the reality. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just super well done. It's got like fun, like urban spirit to it. It's got really compelling family members and i feel like i'm trying to think of other marvel shows that really explore family dynamic as much as this one has in one episode i've just been really impressed with like um this is i don't know gotta be the only one really oh yeah Yeah. honestly i will say this is definitely like steven this is kind of for you just so you know but this is definitely like the most family friendly live action mm. marvel show to this point yeah. but i think it is definitely for the best like i yes. like i am excited like for my 10 mm-hmm. year old to watch this show yes I think Aww, yeah yeah it's perfect Great it's just so perfect for that and i yeah. and i don't think it takes away from like being you know you know marketable towards adults either it's still a very right. good show uh, but it just you can tell like this was made with kids in mind and mm-hmm. it's just better for that in my opinion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i went in not expecting to not like it but i just i didn't care about this character that much mm-hmm. uh because initially it felt to me uh when they were like describing it before it came out like you know you'd read articles and kind of like look up the character and stuff and i'm like okay so they like took the powers of one character and the like personality of another and kind of just gave it to like you know somebody and it, it felt like unnecessary to me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like it didn't feel very original um, yeah they changed some of that stuff up for the show and it was the right move in my opinion her mm-hmm. powers feel very unique yeah and super cool uh mm-hmm. i love the like aesthetic of her powers the like cool so pretty like yeah, yeah like the like awesome look i don't even know what to how to describe mm-hmm. it like a gem it's or like, something yeah, it like iridescent yeah yeah super yeah. cool um yeah. the actress 10 out of 10 you know she's like a i mean i think we talked about this last week maybe i can't remember but she's like a huge marvel fan yeah and specifically a huge miss marvel fan and um she like cosplayed as her and everyone thought she was the flash or something <laughs> yeah like, no, you guys don't know yeah <laughs> Uh, she's doing a great job her her mom and dad though are like killing it yeah they are as like actors and 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 like to the point where i'm like i, w- I love her dad i want to hang out with her yeah. dad and like he's oh so God. cool and um and uh her mom is like like the like stereotypical kind of like you know like overbearing like super strict <laughs> but she plays yeah. it so well and it feels like she genuinely cares yeah like for her daughter it doesn't just feel like sometimes i feel like that that trope kind of comes off as like i'm your mom so i'm strict that was my um my i guess like knock on people's critique of turning red was like Mm -hmm. on one hand they did kind of portray the mom if you guys have watched that um pixar show or movie um they kind of did portray her as like cold and overbearing, but mm-hmm. I don't think she was. And that might just be coming from like, like identifying with that, like familial and cultural experience. But I was kind of disappointed with a lot of um, like people's reactions to the mom being like, Oh, she's the worst. Like that was her takeaway was like, 
uh, I can't remember the name of the mm-hmm. the main girl from um, Turning Red, but like they're like, Wait, oh, what? she's awesome and she's doing her own right. thing. And now, but the mom was the worst and she's just holding her back. And I was like disappointed because I feel like that doesn't do justice. Like a lot of these family dy- dynamics, yeah. I feel like Miss um, Marvel has done that better. Already. I also think it's super easy to like f- for people. I don't. I don't want to get too deep in the weeds here, but like it's super easy to like throw those kind of judgment calls around, especially right. like don't have kids. You don't have teenage kids. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. if you just let you a teenage Asian parents, yeah, right. Yeah. What yeah, I'm like, exactly. but I'm like, I'm like, if you don't, if you just let like, even just like, like, you know, in, I feel like almost in any culture, I feel like this is a universal thing. If you just let a teenager run rampant, like, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, good for them. They're doing their own thing. No, the world would burn. You know, <laughs> teenagers are stupid and 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 crazy. And so it's like in my head I'm like you can't always just like just because like the parents are trying to, Perfect. you know, yeah. Yeah, are trying to like basically give them some structure doesn't make mm-hmm. them bad people or you know, the villain. So I think yeah. it's a little bit unfair. And I feel like this Miss Marvel has done a great job of making the mom not seem like a villain. For, right, right. For wanting like strict, but not a villain. Yes, yeah. Done a great job because yeah. I'm like I'm almost on the mom side. Like, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the episode, <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like, oh man, you messed like you messed up. You're- I really like how they portrayed that tension that made it like I don't know that anyone could be in either their shoes, and I, yes. I think that is like, the tension with a lot of that family dynamic is like you want to honor your family well but you also want to be your own person mm-hmm. and i don't know i i'm just very impressed with the show and i can't wait to watch it more and the best say, friend yeah uh, oh the best friend too. so great i will <laughs> I say too saying, but... sometimes i'm not always the biggest fan of when i feel like they try i feel like disney does this sometimes where they try to like almost caricaturize a culture for the mm-hmm. sake of seeming diverse right right um for like a show and i feel mm-hmm. like they have not done this but i don't know because i i just think it's super cool that they've like they're a, a muslim family mm-hmm. and like that's not something he, especially here in the states that we see a lot because i feel like unfairly that culture has been like villainized you know right vilified for um for a long time and um, so it's just really cool. I've appreciated seeing like what it looks like, you know, like even if it's a little characterized, I don't know, but like mm-hmm. a, a glimpse into like, you know, in the house of, of, of a Muslim, like typical Muslim family in America. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been, I felt like really cool. So I think good job to Disney. I, I, again, I don't yeah. have a ton of context, but it doesn't feel very, I don't even know the, like the word, like they're not like, using it for views yeah basically like it feels authentic to me Mm -hmm. Uh, but so i think that's cool sit i haven't watched it yet (laughs) but sounds great Uh the first episode (laughs) is like 40 minutes long i know it was we were uh and i went out of town thursday night and wednesday night is when it came out uh and i was like obi-wan or miss marvel i was like "Ah, i gotta watch obi-wan we'll wait uh, so I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But Sounds it's, it's like based top. off your Kenobi uh, I take. I feel like you should have watched Marvel <laughs> instead. Uh, <laughs> I, that's 
<laughs> Steve, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel is like a straight down the middle strike for you, in my opinion. <laughs> I think you're gonna watch it and be like, "This is exactly what I want." From yes, from because I'm honestly for this like teenage, you know, the, you know the Miles Morales kind of mm-hmm. age superhero. I'm like, I'm like, this is perfect. This is like what needs, yeah, yeah. All right, we all want to take a quick break? Sure. Yeah, sure. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk some Starfield and other things. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. We're so glad you're joining us. If you are new here, Moviga is a community of nerds who love to talk about stuff. Every week we host a podcast, which is what you are listening to right now. But did you know that we also stream? Twitch.tv slash Moviga where we stream our weekly podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. We're also streaming multiple things throughout the week, so if you're not already, check us out at twitch.tv slash Moviga. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Hey, uh, recently, Xbox Games Showcase just happened, and the four of us are so freaking awesome, we haven't seen all of it. No, we didn't watch all of it. I apologize. But we saw some of it. Um... You guys want to talk some stuff? Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll go kind of quick because uh, the first part was a little lengthy. I took a show's out right now. Kick me off the podcast for a week. I got a lot to say when I get back. All right. Um, so uh, several games were announced. Um, I will very, very, very quickly just run through them all. As I scroll, this, this page is so long. Obviously, Starfield. <laughs> Persona series coming to Xbox, Wolong, Fallen Dynasty, Cocoon, Ravenlock, Sea of Thieves, Captains of Adventure, um, Season 7, Diablo 4, we'll talk about that, Pentiment, um, Erebon, Shadow Legacy, Grounded, Naraka Blade Point, As Dusk Falls, The Last Case of Benedict Fox, Gunfire Reborn, Lightyear Frontier, Minecraft Legends, Flintlock, the Siege of Dawn, Scorn, Arc 2, Hot Wheels update to Horizon, uh, Horizon, Forza Horizon 5, uh-huh. <laughs> Fallout 76, everyone's favorite, Elder Scrolls Online gets an update stuff, um, Ara History Untold, Overwatch 2, Microsoft Flight Simulator 40th Anniversary, um, A Plague Tale, Requiem, End of Innocence, Riot Games coming to Game Pass. High on Life, which is a Rick and Morty made game, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, and Redfall. So that's the full list. Um, just Bing game showcase recap, and you can kind of watch those trailers and go check those out. Um, first on the list, uh, some of the ones that jumped out to me um, definitely Grounded. Um, that's a game that I was interested in when it was first announced because I like the like multiplayer aspect and the fact that you're like tiny, like fighting like ants, like, you know, honey, I shrunk the kids type stuff. The fact that it's just now like officially launching is wild to me. Like it's been in beta for like two freaking years, right? Like what? Yeah. It's been a long time because yeah. it was like announced with the series X. Yeah, as yeah. like a launch title almost. Yeah. Or just about. Yeah. It was yeah, like know, essentially. I don't know if that's one of those things where they just like wanted to hurry up and get more games announced. I don't really know, but now it's official, so that's cool. I mean, I'm I will definitely check it out. It's on Game Pass. Um 
So yeah, looks cool. More, like the full story is there. The full, the whole backyard is available. You know that kind of thing. So pretty cool. Uh, Minecraft Legends, um, probably not something I'll play as much as I love Minecraft. They have a lot of like side shoot like mm-hmm. Minecraft stuff. Like I haven't played Minecraft Dungeons or you know whatever stuff like that. Um, I'll play it for you. Thank you. Um, kind of like an RPG strategy, not RPG maybe. Some sort of like strategy game, kind of like that. Yeah, like action um, strategy. Yeah. It looks cool enough. Uh, I'll probably skip it, but... Um, <laughs> the Forza got a Hot Wheels update, yeah. which um, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, they got some Hot Wheels cars in there, but they have like the full-on <laughs> like loop-de-loop tracks and everything, which I'm super into. So, Wasn't well, that just also, the Hot Wheels game? Well, the Hot Wheels game is like actual like miniature which is in my opinion cooler because you're like in freaking going under tables in your basement and stuff but um i mean you put hot wheels in something and i'm i'm interested so the fact that it's like you know kind of a serious game forza and you got hot wheels with loop-de-loops and all that stuff that's cool to me so you also out. are we're also getting a flight simulator update with the uh pelican oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool I never played that game, but maybe I'll try it out. Yeah, I don't either. Um, talk to me about Redfall, Doctor Byron. It, um, it's like a vampire shooter game. Personally, I believe me personally, I think it looks good and cool. It also looks a little unfocused to me. Um, but it's, I thought it was worth mentioning. The graphics looks pretty smooth. The gameplay looked smooth. Um, the shooting and stuff, maybe, maybe not so much. Um, but it is fine. I don't know. It's, uh, it's all right. Awesome. Did you have thoughts about Redfall? Um, I did watch the gameplay trailer of it and I was, I was going to say I am a, uh, big fan of Arcane. They've done, um, like, obviously, the Dishonored games, um, Prey from 2017, and then they also did uh, Deathloop. So I'm, uh, I like their style. I like the way they handle first-person games. And, um, yeah, this looks pretty good to me. I also like kind of what looks like the storyline of this game, where, like, this, this town is being invaded by vampires, and you're kind of, like, figuring out who they are, like, where they came from, how they got there, and that there's like, you know, a bunch of them somehow. So it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Where do you come from? Where do you go? Yep. <laughs> that's that's what pops in my head whenever you said that. Sorry, how about it? Um, <laughs> how about Starfield? Okay. Oh, yeah. Steve, give me your impressions first. <laughs> Let me yeah, go first since I, have some, since I have some negatives and you are going to beat up on What? Me. You got um, some negatives? Yeah, like, it's not. Starfield has been uh, one of my most anticipated games for like years because they like announced it. So um, I'm due to be somewhat disappointed a little bit. But you know, that's this is our first like legit trailer, so there's still so much time left. I mean, it was supposed to be released this year, uh, but whatever. Um, I'm still excited for it. I'm very eager. Um, I am. I. Obviously, people are pointing out the similarities with No Man's Sky because it does look very similar. It almost seems like as soon as No Man's Sky bombed on arrival, 
they started working on something in the same concept to. I'm a hundred percent sure that that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. Um, so, which sounds great. I mean, I love Skyrim so much and all along I've been saying like, dude, if this is Skyrim in space, then I'm super down. And, um, you know, I mean, it still kind of looks like that could be what it is. I think to me, No Man's Sky at this point is a very good game. I think where what's lacking in No Man's Sky is interesting worlds, which is a very obviously big deal for that game because the whole point is exploring worlds and the worlds aren't super interesting. So that's a, that's a downer. Um, and I think Starfield will hopefully, probably most likely, um, have more interesting worlds to explore. Mm -hmm. So that's where I don't want to compare them, you know, all night, but, uh, there's definitely, they're definitely similar. So I'm going to do it a little bit. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot. I think it's fair. It's a fair comparison. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, I'm excited about that with Starfield to, to, you know, seeing like, human NPCs and NPCs that actually like really talk to you and they're not just like and you just read <laughs> I am in darkness and my body is formal. You know, that weird stuff. Um, so, uh, we'll get, what game is that from? <laughs> no <one's got> it. <laughs> um, anyway. I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, you know, it's, oh a, it's a word. Half, about halfway through. Oh, the infinite universe. Uh, God, um, that game, dude. Anyway. Um, I really love the art style of No Man's Sky, like so much. It's so like vibey, synth wavy feel. Um, Starfield is more trying to be more realistic. I don't think the graphics look amazing. Some of the facial animations, uh, we talked about some of the like smoke when they're landing looks a little weird. That being said, I'm not going to harp on it too much because I don't think they claim for it to be, you know, anything other than you know, a big, open, amazing, fun game, not necessarily graphic powerhouse. Um, I, it does bum me out a little bit. I know it's probably some people are like some, most people probably don't even care, but I think one of the biggest selling points for no man's sky was that you could actually like go from the planet to space. And they've confirmed that that's not happening in this game, which probably isn't, I assume probably not even really possible if if their worlds are going to be, I think the only reason that's really possible with No Man's Sky is because the worlds are straight up uh, procedurally right. generated, and mm -hmm. you know. Well, so, so to that as well. Number one, I hate No Man's Sky. Oh, I hate it. I think it's a trash game. It oh. is not good, not well made. Um, the only good things about it are. I agree with you. The art style and, and like how stuff looks is cool. Um, I love that. And going, being able to fly your ship, you know, on the planet and then like literally just fly up into space and fly. No back down. loading screens at all. If yep. you don't. And that's super cool. That's it though. That's like as cool as it gets being on the planet outside of your ship sucks being in your ship in space sucks like there's nothing there that's compelling and fun and so what i think that why i think that the right move for bethesda with this game is to just ignore that and do what you know like stick to their vision is they they even said they came out and said like you know being in space is its own thing like that's its own environment and its own reality that we've created so like when you leave a planet and you're in your ship it's a separate 
exploration space. You know? And I'm like, that's that I'm cool with because they have a vision for what being in space in your ship is going to be like and how you're going to interact with things in that literal in that literal space. Um, if they yeah. were just kind of like, nah, we didn't want to do that because it's hard. I, I would have been like, well, you maybe should have. I, that, to me, that's kind of like a, is that even really an answer? It's different in space. Like I get it, but I mean, it's not like it's impossible to make it different while also being able to fly off the planet. I think the real answer <laughs> is that's impossible to do it this way, which, uh, is fine. You know, it's, it, it's fine. I just feel like it was so revolutionary when No Man's Sky came out eight, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that no other game has really been able to do that. Um, I think is still kind of a win for No Man's Sky. Um, I think there's still, I think there's plenty to enjoy in No Man's Sky. Um, Austin and I had, you know, spent hours building our yeah. base on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the planets are visually very cool. A lot of, not all of them, certainly not all. Some now, of them these days more. more so than ever. Yeah. Now they've added so much. Um, I think the, 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 biggest downfall is that there's no like really like NPC establishments other than just like a, a communications base and you go in and there's a dude at a desk. They've they've brought more stuff in like the space anomaly stuff and you know stuff like that. Um, but I think that's probably where Starfield will have the leg up. Um, I also think gonna... that the gameplay is going to be the, the big difference yeah. here. Because when you're not the... in your ship you're not going to have to, you're not going to be constantly dying just from existing. True. Um, you're not going to. Less survival, you know, less of a survival aspect. Yeah. Probably. That, so. that for me is the big difference between this game and No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is, is like a niche, you know, such a small slice of like what people are wanting from a sci-fi game, in my opinion. And like, I'm just not interested in it. Like, it's for me like people keep making the comparisons and i see them uh as far as like um structure but like if it's if it's the more it's not like no man's sky in my opinion the better if this game comes out and it's like hey it's no man's sky but better i'm out uh i'm not gonna buy this game um that that's not interesting to me um at all and and I actually I do disagree with the graphics. I think the graphics look absolutely mind-bogglingly good. Um facial animations uh to me it's it depends on if are they doing motion capture or are they doing animated like characters. If it's animated characters, yeah, it looks pretty good. If it's motion cap, it looks really bad. Um but uh but like as far as like the environments and like space, like there's one scene in particular where they're like flying over like a space station, kind of like in space. And I was like, oh, geez, that, like, that looks amazing. Um, I think some of the more interesting looking planets definitely look better. My well, the one I'm remembering was the one at the beginning where it's just like rock, and the the ship yeah. land. And it's just like puffs of weird. That was smoke. my issue with like the gameplay trailer the like four minute trailer showing that mission was like yeah. why did you have like a metal interior then you walk out and it's like gray rock yes yes everywhere. it should have been like a like a green the, planet or something the the the, ov- the overall like presentation that todd howard did the 15 minute presentation was way better because it showed different biomes 
like ship yeah. building, base building, character customization, like a bunch of different planets and characters and dialogue, and then the action scenes with the gameplay on top of it, which was just way, way better than mm-hmm. that like yeah. first little four minute video. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, another th- uh, more comparisons. Uh, another L for No Man's Sky is the lack of ship customization where uh, it looks like there's going to be a ton in Starfield, which I'm oh, all about. Yeah. Yeah, and awesome. like hiring a crew to like man your ship. No Man's Sky has a little bit of that. Like you can hire whatever dude to be in charge of this freight or whatever. Um, my, it's, it, this is kind of a personal thing. I would love to be able to my ship be in space and be able to like get out of the captain's chair and like actually like walk around. Um, and that was something in no man's sky was like, you're just in your cockpit and you can't, you can't do anything else. So to actually be able to like walk around in the ship will be really cool. Um, I think those are, those are the main things I'm excited for, you know, looking at this as no man's sky 2.0 to say, now we have better ship customization, more, uh, interesting worlds. They say there's a fat over a thousand planets or whatever. So there's going to be some sort of procedural generation, but to, to the only procedural thousand... generation is space. Okay. So, so each one of the 1000 planets is handcrafted. Um, there might be some sort of generation as far as like landscape, but as far as, um, so the whole point will be this, this is going to kind of be more like destiny. I th- I feel like, where it's a shared world. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe is from what I understand. I might be wrong. So don't hold me to this, but like, what'll be cool is like, Steve, you'll go to a planet and find a cool secret or like whatever that I may have never been to. So mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're playing, like they're playing the mathematics on, you know, okay, we'll have a thousand planets. Yeah. That's insane. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think like insane for any one player, like you're not going to, go visit all of them. I'm sure somebody will, but you know, and it's like, but you Steve might go to a planet and be like, Oh my God, like, you know, Brian, you're playing Starfield. Like you got to go check this out. And so you'll take me to that planet or like, I'll go, I don't know if, like I said, I don't know how the multiplayer works. If there is multiplayer, if it's a shared or if it's like, but even then, like, you know, you could send me the coordinates, show me where the planet is. I'll go there. Kind of like how it is in Skyrim, you know, where it's like, yeah. Hey, have you been to this point in the map? Yeah, where it's like, I think that's more what they're trying to do, rather than like, um, because like that to me, procedural generation especially, again, like, you know, I don't mean to just like kind of crap on No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky is, um, is like the procedurally generated stuff, I hate it. Yeah, I don't like procedural generation. It doesn't have any soul, it doesn't feel Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't feel, (laughs) it doesn't feel like authentic when you show up on, you know, rain planet or fart planet or lava planet it's like it's just like okay well i i'm stuck here and i got to do the same thing as i did at the last planet find whatever material it is that lets me survive here until i can basically fix my ship to go back to wherever my base is i love a fart planet <laughs> and um <laughs> this one feels feels like it's going to be more explorative like you know you'll land on a planet and be able to yeah, yeah, dev, intentional. That's a great word. Yeah, I hope so. That's 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 one of my biggest hopes because a thousand planets is a lot. But if even like, I, if they're small, I just hope there's, yeah, if they're small, and I just hope there's more like, dude, 
one of the things I've always wanted with No Man's Sky is like cities, you know, and like like real big establishments, not just like go explore this planet and look at the trees and the mountains. Like that's cool, but you know, uh, you know, one where do all one, the people live? Yeah, exactly. Well, and but like uh, you know, you've seen one mountain and trees. It's gonna look just a different color on another planet. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like yeah, I, yeah. It, it, it would be cool to like. And surely this will be the case in, like, maybe there's going to be, like, a main galaxy, and then, like, the surrounding galaxy will be the more, like, uh, undeveloped, you know, undiscovered, uh, raw, no developments, and that's just their, like, creative way of being, like, this is where we put all the work, the other ones, you know, just go have fun. And I hope it's not like that. I hope it's more scattered, and there's, like, actual establishments and reasons to, to explore these planets, not just go look at the trees and find what kind of animals you can find. I think it'll be a combination of both. Yeah. I know they said, um, I think they said there's like four main cities, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like McDo who said too, he said two things that I want to touch on, which is like comparing this to no man's sky is a little bit unfair. I think the reason yeah. why I don't like no man's sky is I don't like survival games. I don't like single player games. Um, like games like that where there's no story, there's no point. So I log on and I'm like, so this is just difficult and frustrating for the sake of being difficult and frustrating. I was like, that sucks. I got, why, why do I want to spend time here? Um, but it was made by one guy and that's insanely impressive because it is a beautiful game. And, um, this is made by one of the largest, you know, RPG game developers, there's ever been uh, with a budget that is, I'm sure, astronomical. Good so word. it's going to be different. <laughs> um, and yeah. also, so there is going to be a main quest as well that makes sense and is coherent. Okay, that's good. I mean, No Man's Sky does have that, but it's not mm. super compelling at this point. I mean, like it's got like story missions and stuff, but I've never really gotten into it. I do like that there's multiplayer and then I can build a base with Austin on a planet and that probably won't happen in the thing, but yeah, I don't know. Is it, is it, have they come out and said like no multiplayer? I don't know. I don't think so. So So I'm going to, I'm going to maybe bing it. Based on like, you know, fallout and Skyrim. If it's like that, I mean, there wasn't really any multiplayer in that. So anyway, single player game, no multiplayer. There you go. Um, well, I'm very hopeful. I love, you know, but mostly Elder Scrolls games. I don't really care for Fallout games that much. Um, but I, I hope it's great. I'm excited for it. Um, I don't think No Man's Sky is dead. I still come back to it every now and then. Um, it's so, definitely not dead. Yeah. It's also not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no it's it's fine it's fine I give it a lot of crap because it is not the type of game that I enjoy but there is definitely value there absolutely there's it is it is absolutely won the it's earned the awards that it's won it's it's done a great job so I want to give it credit where credit's due I don't enjoy it that doesn't make it a bad game Um, I just like to give it crap because because of how little I do enjoy it I'm the Kraken dude <laughs> Get cracked. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, y'all want to take a quick break? Yep. 
Sure. The only thing, other thing I was going to mention, I feel like is very noteworthy, is the fact that Joker Two is happening. Lady Gaga is rumored to be in it, and it's rumored to be a musical. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> so wild, man! And that's not a joke. Two out of three of those things is a real bummer. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I've never seen Lady Gaga act in anything. I know she's in Stars Born. Most of the world loved her. Brian absolutely loved that movie. That movie? That movie? I can't even talk about it. You know what? We'll talk about it off the air because I have very specific adjectives that I want to use. That Oh, no. Yeah. Goodness. It's like silly and cute and stuff? Yes, yes. Quirky. A Star's Born was so silly and so cute. Um, yeah, that's very random. Um, I we need to watch I that. Have, you know, altogether. I have I have more faith in Joaquin Phoenix okaying this than I do necessarily like Todd Phillips coming up with the idea because uh, I haven't seen all of Todd Phillips' movies, but I know they're not all gold, and I know the part twos have not been all gold. Um, have any of them? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, if Joaquin's into it, that gives me faith to believe That's maybe true. there's something to it. That being said, a musical? I mean, maybe it'll be, I mean, he was semi-musical with his dancing, so maybe they'll kind of go that angle and it'll be kind of like just this flamboyant. Yeah. Or like Joker's fantasy. I don't really know. Well, we'll I mean, this is all rumors right now, so I don't know. We'll see. It made me less excited than news did. Yeah. Um, because at first they were like Joker two, we're talking, and I was like, oh yeah, and they were like Lady Gaga, and I was like, ah, okay, all right. <laughs> and then they were like, maybe a musical, and I was like, all right, <laughs> like, <laughs> hopefully it comes out on HBO Max, so I don't have to pay to watch it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, quick break. Yeah. All right, we're going to get back. We're going to get to the discussion question and a game. <gasps> Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Lee. Did you know that you can find us on social media? At Movica Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And while you're there, check out the link in our bio to find us on all of our other links. We'd also love to have you join our Discord community and be a part of the conversation there. And don't forget to follow us wherever you're listening because we're posting episodes like this one every Friday you can stay up to date give us a like share us with your friends we'd appreciate it welcome back thanks for sticking with us hey uh every week we post a discussion topic for you guys to give us your feedback on and we post it on instagram facebook and in our discord check us out at the podcast on instagram and facebook you can also join our discord community by uh finding the link in our bio on instagram we'd love to have you be part of the conversation there but every week we post a discussion question for you guys to take part in and this week's was the best tv duo so side oh, crap. and I just lost mine. Right but go it. ahead. Oh, you lost it. <laughs> yep, because um, I forgot that we said TV. So I got to start thinking. Again. Oh my god! I uh, got some good answers this week. I'm gonna go down the list. Haley says uh, Harvey Specter and Mike Ross. Does anyone know suits what about? suits? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I watched a couple episodes of that back in the day. Um. But I feel like I remember thinking it was pretty good. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I lost track. Um, Luke slash Frost says Sean and Gus from Psych. He said it's the one. only right answer. <laughs> Jacob, says, answer. Jacob says Nick and Schmidt from New Girl. That's a good answer. <laughs> 
Tiffany says Mulder and Scully from X Files. Mm, nice. Uh, another Haley says Olivia Benson and Elliot Stabler, Keenan and Kel, Key and Peel, and Frazier and Niles Crane. Oh, we have three Haley's. It's a lot, lot of Haley's. Uh, a, a lot, lot of answers. Of a lot of Haley's. Um, I was surprised Haley said Frazier and Niles Crane, but that's mm. a good answer. That is a great that's answer. Right uh, Corey says any combo of Ted Barney and Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> Nerd Pastor Nate. Uh, Checkpoint Church. Can we get a shout out to Checkpoint Church? In oh, there? absolutely. Um, he says Dustin and Mike. Oh, okay, cool. That's a good one. Um, <clears throat> that's a very good answer. Uh, Just Bethy says Benson and Stabler, Corey Matthews and Sean Hunter, Andy Taylor and Barney Fife. Nice. Those are good. Those are good ones. Um, I probably seen every episode of Andy Griffith's show 9,000 times each because it was always on TV at my house growing up. <laughs> and when Barney left, it's just not the same, dude. Not at all. You guys want to talk about Andy Griffith for a little while? No. Mm, definitely not. All right, I'll uh, quick, <laughs> let, me, let me think. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. You, you looked at your hesitated for a second. <laughs> all right. Uh, Chuckle says Troy and Abed. That's a good answer. That is a good answer. Uh, Troy and Abed. Dude. Oh, God. Great show. Um, Silver says Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Uh, Jeff says Jake and Finn. Finn and Jake, baby. That's for you, nice. Austin. Uh, Lee also says Sean and Gus from Psych. Absolutely best duo ever. Also the best iteration of the Sherlock and Watson trope. It's mm. good. Bella says Ash and Pikachu. Cute. Aww. Awesome. Yep. Justin also says Troy and Abed. Uh, I saved Brooks for last. I didn't even read it. I just copied and pasted it. Hopefully he didn't go crazy in this because I'm about to read it out loud. Uh, he <laughs> says Kirk and Spock, Star Trek, the original series. I can't say anything that hasn't already been said, but this duo set the bar for on screen dynamic between personalities. Emotion balanced by logic, both great men with the best intentions and identical goals, yet completely different outlooks and worldviews. They're so opposite that the relationship could have even worked as rivals or enemies. Yet they perfectly complement each other, and that's how you write a duo. Good freaking answer. Oh, yep. Very good answer. Oh, uh, McDo, who's correcting me in the chat, he said Dustin and Steve, not Dustin and Mike. Uh, Nerd Pastor. Oh. That's, that's, that's right. even better. I sold that's a, that's a better answer, to oh. be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew what he meant. When you said that, I was like, yeah, but I definitely knew he meant Steve. Yeah, but Steve and I was like, definitely not Mike. Mike fans. Sorry. <laughs> that, 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 Sorry, Mike. Sorry about that. That answer is much better now that that has been clear. Yes. Mike was pretty uh, great yeah. in season one. And the record I feel like show. He doesn't need True. to be in other seasons. Yeah. I feel like uh, they started realizing who the favorites were, and um, the, those who are not quite as much favorites start drifting in a presence, presence in the show a little bit, maybe. Maybe. Um. That was a really long way of explaining. Look, all I want to know do. is why <laughs> are we still pretending that Will is like in second grade? I think, he's in first, I think he's in first grade. I don't know. He's literally got stubble. And his like voice has changed and everything. I'm like, come on, dude. He's very tall. Oh, yeah. He's like eight feet tall and lanky. I'm like, come on. He's got a bowl cut, so he's fine. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, good answers, everyone. We appreciate you. What about you guys? Starting well, with. Well, first off, I guess um, Jonathan has a bowl cut, too, though. So I guess it makes sense that they both yeah, have, that's true. They both have 
Yeah. Jumbo. <laughs> Popcorn bowl. <laughs> Salad bowl. <laughs> well, unrelated, but related to these answers, um, the shorthand in the notes is Star Trek TOS, and I've been working for a tech subscription service company for too long so i read that as terms of service and i was like terms very confused terms of service. <laughs> that's a good spinoff show right there dude there you the, go the hr department of uh starfleet, starfleet, starfleet hr department. that would be kind of hilarious <laughs> um what about you guys asia you got one in mind um yes i cannot decide between um Merlin and Gaius from Merlin or Merlin oh, and yeah. um and Arthur cuz I, I like them both for different reasons. Yeah. Cuz Gaius is definitely. such a fatherly figure but also I love the how the uh friendship strengthens between uh Merlin and um Arthur. Yeah, cuz they start out completely like at odds with each other. Oh yeah, hate and each you other. Think, <laughs> you think the show is going to be about them like being friends you know how like merlin right. is Ar- arthur's wizard like but it turns out like that's not how this show starts like merlin had to like work to get there and yeah yeah they were and then just he had to become completely different people right and then he had to become arthur's manservant and he's like what the yeah <laughs> what is, what's happening right now <laughs> that's a great show so good uh mine <clears throat> would be someone stole mine i can't remember was it tiffany or somebody in the chat. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm going to say yes, Tiffany. Okay. Fox Mulder and Dana Scully from X-Files. Wow. Um, a lot of what Brooks said about like um, Spock and Kirk, you could like kind of interchange like the, you know, the Scully is always the skeptic. She's very like, um, like she has her faith, but she's a very much like scientific personality. Like she likes to see facts and whatnot. But Mulder is like almost the complete opposite. He's very emotional, and it, it, you know the in his memory was like the abduction of his sister is what kind of spurred him to become an FBI agent. And they're both great FBI agents, very critical thinkers. But uh, he's definitely the more emotional one, and Scully's the one that kind of reins him in and brings a scientific explanation to all of the um, like paranormal situations they find themselves in but they their chemistry is so good even though there's like you know i I know there's like some some stuff about like what their relationship was like in the beginning like they probably they didn't like work great together but their on-screen chemistry is so good that it it's like it's almost like a a a long drawn out love story in a way but it's not really about that it just kind of works out that way and that's a great duo Hmm. Uh, spoilers I read a few lists and Mulder and Scully were like at the top pretty much. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, perfect. Good answer. What about you, Byron? All right. I got one and then I got some honorable mentions. Um, number one for me, Chuck and Morgan from the show Chuck. Um, Morgan, uh, Morgan Grimes, Chuck Bartowski, Zachary Levi, and Joshua Gomez. Um, just the best friends anybody could ask for both of them kind of losers who gave up on an awesome future working at, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's basically like Best Buy, right? Like in the nerd, uh, the nerd herd is what it's called in the show, but it's uh, geek squad in real life. And, um, uh, actually Morgan doesn't even work in the nerd herd. He's just like you know, the regular, like work part-time workers, but like both of them like had, 
you know, big bright futures at MIT or Harvard or something and gave it up kind of like our coasting. Um, and then, you know, obviously Chuck gets a supercomputer imprinted onto his brain and they have to go on adventures and stuff. It's a great show. It's a great show. And it got canceled unfairly. And so they had to like, it was one of those shows where they were like, Oh, we have half a season to wrap this whole thing up. Mm. Uh, when they had like just started something that was very permanent, you know, like mm. they just started something and then they were like, Hey, you're canceled. And they're like, Oh frick. Well, we have to, you know, so did, did it ever get brought back in any way? A nope. TV movie? Or Not yet. Man. Not yet. There's been talks. Um, now the, the resolution was still good. Like it still ended. It still was quality. But you could tell that it was like, well, that's not really maybe where we were headed. Um, mm-hmm. But but they still put a, a nice bow on it. But those they're just like two best friends, and they like always have each other's back. It feels emotional when they don't. You know, like there's that that you know Chuck's becoming a super spy, and Morgan's still just like a schmuck at Best Buy, whatever it is. I forget what it's called. The show. You know, and so there's like that tension and um, stuff like that. Uh, great show, quality. It's worth it's worth a watch. Um, but that's it. Uh, honorable mention: uh, Bones and Booth from Bones. Oh. If you guys haven't watched Bones, it's also it's a amazing. Long time. Um, I forget. It's Zoe Deschanel's sister. Yeah. Um, Emily Deschanel, I believe. Yes. Yes, Emily. And then I forget uh, Booth's name. Oh, David Borenes. Borenes. You'd know him Boreanaz. if you saw him. Boreanaz. From Angel and uh, Buffy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's fantastic. Also, yeah, he's awesome. John Francis from uh, Freaks and Geeks is on there mm. as Sweets. That's just a great, great show. And if you haven't watched it, you're missing out. Um, but uh, Bones and Booth are, are a phenomenal uh, duo. And then anybody from How I Met Your Mother. I don't even care. Pick two characters and I love it. <laughs> Good answer. Did, has anyone ever watched Fringe? Not Friends, but Fringe. No, a little bit of. I've watched Fringe. Is, my dad yeah. it. Pivot, pivot, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember when it, when it was out, people were really in love with it. And then I feel like it just kind of went away. But it's got the guy who got him to sing his song. I forget. Oh uh, yeah, God, I forget his name. Lee would know in the chat. <laughs> Brooks um, just gave us a whole like elevator pitch on Star Trek terms of service. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. Really good. So good. Love it. Yeah. John Denver. John Denver. That's not his name. I gotta bing it now. <laughs> um, um, me personally, the the names that I've come up with for this as I stall while I look up fringe to find out his actual name, John Noble, <laughs> John Noble, uh, who plays, uh, John Denver, Den- Denethor, Denethor. Yeah, that's right. Kind of sounds like Denver. <laughs> Brooks has inside joke for the wrong group. Appreciate it. <laughs> jokes will be part of one. Um, I got, I got a few. I'm going to say my, I'm going to do my honorable, my honorable mentions <laughs> first. Um, I got kind of sick of the show Mash because it was that was another show that was always on. But I feel like Hawkeye and Honeycut were like are like a classic yeah. duo. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. BJ something, and then um, Alan Alda 
Um, are they were they complimented each other really well? All in all, that was like super joking, goofy, and BJ Honeycut um, was uh, jokey, but also kind of like more straight faced. I don't know. They just they they were always great to watch. Uh, Sherlock and Watson from Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob and Linda are great from Bob's Burgers. Okay. I love Ted Lasso that's a good one. Coach Beard. Um, that's another like very complimentary. Ted Lasso is just like super jumpy and excited about everything. Yeah. Coach Beard's very like straight face, like, but he he gets every inside joke and just like straight face answers like you know every joke. Um, freaking love Ted Lasso and uh, Coach Beard. But honestly, I think the greatest duo ever has got to be SpongeBob and Patrick, dude. <laughs> oh wow right I like it. that's yeah yep it's just, it's just no better duo out there dude i would agree <laughs> <laughs> i know you would uh well guys appreciate you um the next question that everyone voted for on twitch is going to be the best tv show intro so which show has the best intro? We want to hear your thoughts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Maviga Podcast. You can check the link in our bio on Instagram to find us on Discord and uh, give your answer there as well. So be on the lookout for that. You guys want to do this game? Sure. Yes, I'm down. <laughs> All right. We've been playing some games lately. And uh, this week we're going to jazz it up a little bit. We're not going to do your little Marvel, you know, your little DC, your little Star Wars junk. All right? Get that out of here. <laughs> we're fancy tonight. Bro, give we're me that do... Star Wars trivia. No, no, no. We're going to do Studio Ghibli trivia. All right? All right. All right. Let's do it. And I forgot to narrow down which one I wanted to go with. We'll go with this one. How about that? <laughs> um, Hopefully it's good. <clears throat> There are 10 questions and there are three of you. So we'll go with nine. And then if we have a tiebreaker, we'll do the last one. Okay, I like it. All right, ready? Yeah. Yes. This may be too easy. I don't know any of this. I apologize. <laughs> Here we go. We're starting with Asia. Okay. What is the flaming creature's name in Howl's Moving Castle? That would be Calcifer, the Calcifer. fire demon. Final um, answer. I'm going to lose. Final answer. I don't won't actually know until we get to the end of the quiz. So <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I was afraid of that. I didn't want to start the quiz, and then, but so we'll just we'll go with that. Brian, for one point. Yeah. How do Mei, Satsuki, and their father make the soot balls leave in My Neighbor Totoro? They sweep them. If you, if you need multiple choice, I do need. Like God, please, like yeah. Why? Know. Why are you not already reading them? Let's All right, please. ready? Is it A crying, uh-huh. B screaming, C laughing, or D jumping? What was B? Screaming. B screaming. Mm-hmm. Screaming. Maybe it was screaming. That's a good answer. Could be right. We'll find out. And I'm trying to watch Asia's face because she obviously knows this one. I don't. I want to. All right, Austin, for one point, what animal do Chihiro's parents both get turned into in Spirited Away? Oh, come on. I know this one. (laughs) That is one of the options, so we'll go with that. All right. Great job, everyone. Asia. That is a great movie. For one point, what is Kiki's cat named in Kiki's delivery service? Gigi. 
How do you spell it? J I J I. Very good, probably. <laughs> All right, Ryan. For All right, one point. Yeah. What natural disaster happened during Ponyo on the Cliff by the Sea? <laughs> Tsunami. Was Was it a hurricane? Was it a okay? Yeah, let's hear it. Yep. B tornado. Mm. C tsunami or D mudslide. 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 Final answer. Final answer. All right, Austin. For one point, what were the pirates trying to steal from Sheeta in Laputa Castle in the Sky? I don't think you're allowed to say that on here. But yep. <laughs> I yes, Lapura. <laughs> we'll say we'll say it that way. Is there a multiple oh. choice? There is. Oh. A was it A necklace, B bracelet, C earrings. Earrings is spelled wrong in here. That gives me confidence. <laughs> or was it B ring? Uh. I can't remember, but I'm just going to go with A. Necklace. Necklace. Great choice. I don't know if it's right. Asia, for one point, where was Ashitaka's infection spreading from in Princess Mononoke? His arm. Great choice. Brian. Yes. For one point, what color did Nausicaa's Dress change in Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. I can just give you the options so that way I know. Yeah. Was it A for Mm -hmm. one point? Was it A pink? B orange? C blue or D purple? Now remind you, this is for one point. (laughs) (laughs) Um purple. Great choice. Hopefully. Austin. Austin. For one point, what does Arietti use to hold her hair back in the secret world of Arietti? Would you like the multiple choice? Uh, yeah. Was it A, a rubber band? B, a clothespin? C, a ring? Or D, tape? Oh, Ouch. man. Tape sounds gone. I feel like you can see it on the cover. Like you can see what's holding her hair back on the cover. Well, if you can see it, then what is it? I, well, I can't see it right now. <laughs> oh, I can. I, uh... No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hands up. Um... This is for one point, though. So, you know. Mm, I'm going to say clothespin. <clears throat> clothespin. Great choice. You know what's going to be great is if it doesn't tell us the correct answers if you got them wrong. I can tell you the correct answer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ages are fact checker for trivia. Um, How am I going to... to That was was three, right? That was nine? That's true. How are you going to get to the last one? So... Just um, guess. Just guess and then you'll know the answer. Okay, don't worry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I have to submit the quiz. I probably need to fill out all my information. <laughs> and make sure you put your oh, social Lord. in. And <laughs> Okay, here we go. Home address. Phone number, email. yeah. Oh, it is literally 
making me sign up. <laughs> <laughs> you better sign up, boy. <laughs> Hold on. My name is Eric. My name is Eric. <laughs> Eric. All right. Uh, Lencher. Eric Lencher. Just yes. Eric. Eric, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got to verify my email address. But I secret, secret Agent Steve 91. Hold on. At Yahoo.com. I'm not even kidding. Put that down. Secret Agent Steve. Did you actually know them all? Can you? Yeah. I mean, I can say who's not tied. (laughs) Okay, who's not tied? (laughs) Brian. Yeah. It's it said we got five out of five correct. That probably means. Wait, what? That probably means my three. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Yeah. That probably means my three were all incorrect, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. You're well, close, yeah. though. Yeah. Was I? Was I? <laughs> I mean, uh, screaming is really close to laughing because they okay. were laughing very loud. They were laughing. And it was, it was a tsunami in Ponyo, was it not? But I said mudslide. Yes, yeah, so you said mudslide. Yeah. I said tsunami first because yeah. I was oh, like, oh, they're on a. If I was they're at like, the coastal city or whatever. The sea, yeah. Sea water, <laughs> <a fish>. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Okay, here we go, everyone. I've created an account. <laughs> what? As <laughs> you just told us, she told us. So okay, you guys so, are tied, right? You and Austin. Yeah, me and Austin. All right, tied. so I'm out. Okay. Okay. How are we gonna do a tiebreaker though? Because like, let Austin. Let Austin answer the, it. Uh, the final question. I remembered it. Um, oh, wow. Let me just bang it here real quick. I'll tell you what, this is cool. Let's just say let's just say Asia's in the lead because she not only knew the answers to her questions, but also all of the other ones. <laughs> and then ready? if if Austin answers this next question correctly, it's worth two points. Anyway. I'm also totally cool with tying with Austin because <laughs> we're friends. I'm good with tying also. There shall be no ties. <laughs> Can share this trophy. Okay. Are you ready for the final question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many Studio Ghibli movies are there? That's a, good, that's a great question. Oh, I say whoever's closest is okay. Yeah. So should we should we guess without the multiple choice? Like, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, when was this um, quiz made? I know. That's, I like what that. I'm, that's what I'm trying oh, to Oh, yeah, because that happened with the, the Marvel one, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was like 10 who, movies. Who, who, do I, who do I look up on IMDb for that? Mr. Ghibli? You probably can just Google like how many say. Ghibli movies thought, are there. But I'm finding some uh, random. Oh. No, but they're okay. not all by Hayao Miyazaki, so if you just search Miyazaki. Oh, all right, I got it. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. the answer right here. All right, I'll go first. Okay, no multiple choice. We just have to guess and whoever's closer or who gets it wins. Correct. Or if we tie, we tie. Okay, I'm gonna guess. So I've seen like say it at the same time. That way you can't like do one, two, three, and then you both say it. I've seen like nine or ten of them, and I think that's about half-ish, but not quite half. So I'm gonna say okay, okay. In (laughs) three, two, one. 24. Okay, I found two answers. 
I have one. one I have one. I have one answer. One of them says twenty-two, and one of them says twenty-five. I have twenty-two oh. as well. This one says all twenty-three Studio Ghibli movies in order. Twenty twenty-two <laughs> update. So there must be twenty-three as of December eighth, twenty twenty-one. All right. Shall I shall I say them? In, shall I list them out for you? No, no. There's yeah, because so yeah, I'll go quickly. Castle in the Sky, Grave of the Fireflies, My Neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Only Yesterday, Porco Rosso, Ocean Waves, Pompoco, Whisper of the Heart, Princess Mononoke, My Neighbors the Yamadas, Spirited Away, The Cat Returns, Howl's Moving Castle, Tales from Earthsea, Ponyo, Arietti, From the Pop From Up the Poppy Hill, The Wind Rises, The Tale of Princess Kaguya, When Marnie Was There, Earwig and the Witch, newer one, How Do You Live? And that's it. 23. How do you live? It comes out in 2023. Oh, so it's yeah, not out yet. Yeah. It's not out. There's actually 74 movies as of 2121. Right. Oh, Red Turtle. That's true. Is Red Turtle technically a Ghibli movie, though? I don't know if that is. I'm, not I'm looking it up. Let's ask our uh, Studio Ghibli expert, Asia. <laughs> oh, that I'm looking it up. I actually don't know because there's there's a couple of those movies that are um, like with the creators of um, Ghibli, but they're not Ghibli. It is. Movies. It is. Yeah, it is the first. It's released in 2017 uh, on SBS on demand. It is Studio Ghibli's first film by a non-Japanese director and made without oh. Japanese artists since That's the cool. studio was founded in 1985. So okay, so that counts. Yeah, I guess it's so made made by Four. Studio Ghibli, Studio Ghibli, but not Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli. Studio Ghibli, Ghibli's. Uh, looks cool. Actually, I'm looking at like well, images right now. It looks looks really cool. GG's guys. Well done. GG's. I say we tie because I feel like that's a that's a big. I'm down. Kind of hard to. <laughs> You're just being cool. nice. You're just being nice to him. He doesn't need nice people to be that. Thing. Obviously, right. you're my friend. So, yes, wow. Friends. What does that say? <laughs> well, GG's, guys. Uh, GGs obviously, everyone. the answer here is Brian is the loser. That's all. That 100%. Yes, correct. <laughs> that is. That I is. Uh, that you got questions that were movies you hadn't watched. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But to be fair, <laughs> I've only seen it. like three or four. I've loved them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And they're fantastic. But I'm trying to get my wife into it because I feel like that's one of those. It's one of those things like it's a commitment to sit down and watch one of those because they can be That's pretty true. long. But mm-hmm. like, They're like feature length, but animated also. Yeah, right. it, it is. It but is the quality is there. And so I'm like, I'm trying to so convince good. Haley to like watch it because I know she'd love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know she's also not the biggest like just animated anything fan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it just watch one with me. So I'm trying to get her into like spirited away first. You try well um, if you want to do that first. That makes sense. But um, the one that's not a Ghibli movie, technically, um, I just realized we're still recording. But (laughs) that's not a Ghibli movie, technically. But by the creators of or people from that studio is uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower, which is on Netflix. Um, It's really good. It's a it's kind of like Harry Potter meets Ghibli. That makes sense. That's cool. Hello, guys. GG's everyone. Um, Great job. I think that about wraps it up. Um, okay. Hey, if you're not already following us on social media, please do so at Movica Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. While you're on our Instagram, you can check the link in our bio to find us everywhere we are. We'd love to have you join our Discord community. you be part of the conversation there. Um, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Movigo. We're streaming our weekly podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. 
and uh, multiple games throughout the week. Uh, Justin plays Game Pass or Play. Uh, Lee is doing his uh, Moviga Lounge work with mm. me streams every Friday, uh, plus a bunch of other random multiple games throughout the week. So come hang out with us there. We'd appreciate it. Um, also, we're posting our the audio for our podcasts every Friday. So follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all in places. We'd appreciate it. Share us with your friends. We love you. We thank you. Um, guys, thanks for being here. Anytime. Like, yeah. Lee, we appreciate you. Shout out to our editor. We love you. Thank you. Uh, so everyone much, else, especially this time. You're the best. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone else, thanks for listening. We love you. And we'll see you soon.